0: you be, be without, won't be without my baby, the thought alone might break me, and I don't want to go crazy, cause every thug is a lady, what's up y'all, welcome to another episode of the Unquote Poetry Podcast, I know that was a different kind of intro, I'm tired as hell, I need to work out more, <laughs> what's up y'all, happy mother frickin' Friday, <gasps> it's Friday, oh thank god it's Friday, So, if you're watching, you'll probably expect another person to be right here, right? Nah, hold up. Right here. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, the Gabster, Gabby Rossin, is sick. Um, Everybody know there's a bunch of stuff going around, so we send her so much, like, healing energy. Please send her some healing and love energy. Hopefully, she gets better soon. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to make the show, but that's all right, because you got me. Okay? And I came in hot, coming in hot. (laughs) So, there. Yeah. (laughs) What's up, folks? So today we have a whole different show for you today, okay? Because if it's Friday, there will be poetry. That's just how it works. That's just how it is. So today, we have two poems from my favorite um, poet, Maya Angelou. Uh, My introduction to poetry was Maya Angelou. She will always be my favorite. She is always my first go-to, my first, like, I wonder if we can get a poem. What poem should we use? My Angelou. That's, that's it. Now we're done. Congrats. Yeah, she's always my go-to. I love her so much. I appreciate like she just has a way with words. Obviously, she's one of the best poets ever, but she is absolutely amazing. Yes, she is amazing. She is my go-to. Um, hey Gabster. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Um, I'm excited to talk about this versus battle. We're gonna get into that shit soon. Faux show. Um, I'm doing pretty good. So for those of you who know I'm moving, those of you who don't know, I'm moving um, from Georgia back to Cape Cod and my dad has packed up everything in this freaking house. So this is my wine cup <laughs> because all the other glasses have been packed away because my father's on a mission. And you know what? I More power to him because God knows we don't want to do that shit. We really don't. So we're so happy that he is. I spilled some wine on my shirt, but um, that's how I say good morning, afternoon, evening. It's gonna be a fun show, yeah. All right, so the poem that I picked for... Wait, did I go into that yet? Yeah, yeah, So, oh my God, I'm so excited about this versus battle to talk to you about it, but it's Friday. So we have to talk about poetry first. Poetry comes first. So I found these, um, well, I found these two poems by Maya Angelou, right? The first one was um, a poem that I saw her, I didn't see her do this poem. I wish um, I heard this poem in, what was it? I believe it was Poetic Justice. Yes, Poetic Justice, which is uh, one of, I don't know about you guys, but it's one of my favorite poems, um, one of my favorite movies. One, Janet Jackson. And now we're done. What else? What? What else? nothing no um hold on one second guys i'm finding it right now because uh my computer and my phone absolutely hates oh there it is yes okay so this poem was in um poetic justice which was a movie with um janet jackson and tupac for those of you who don't know came out in 1993 was it yeah it came out in 1993 and um, Tupac was really big then. Janet was huge then. The Janet Abel had just came out, which was amazing. And she's amazing. I can't talk about it. So the whole movie um, was uh, the the main character, Janet Jackson's character, Justice, was a poet. So throughout the movie, she... Um as, you know, she's going through different things in her life, she would write down poetry in her in her book. And we heard the poetry and it was read by um, Janet, but it was Maya Angelou's poetry. So this poem was in that movie. And um, I forget what she was doing. I used to know that movie back in front because, like I said, huge Janet fanatic. Um, I haven't seen the movie in like over a year, which is uh, unusual for me. Um, I've been a little busy. Um, what scene is this? I I don't remember. It'll come to me like in the middle of the show out of nowhere and I'm just going to scream it out and everybody will know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, cool. So, yo, if, uh, if Kathy's listening, I'm so sorry for the cussing, Kathy. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Okay, so this one is called Alone. Lying, thinking last night, how to find a soul, a home where water is not thirsty and bread loaf is not stone i come up with one thing and i don't believe i'm wrong that nobody but nobody can make it out here alone (sighs) now i know it sounds like a short that's only a short piece of of the poem um i couldn't find the other poem because you know oh there it is (gasps) yay look at that so this poem Damn it, I really wish I knew exactly what she was doing in the movie when she was reading this. I remember hearing it. Um, Oh, it was a montage. There we go, there we go. It wasn't a montage, but um, it was like that. Tupac, um, his cousin was just killed and he was in his studio. Um, trying to get his shit started, and she's at home trying to get her shit started, and both of them don't really know each other yet. They're kind of alone, which makes sense. Oh my god, I have to watch the movie tonight. I have to just go watch Poetic Justice. Not right now, like stay here now. But like, go watch the show. All right, so um, let's get back into this. This is the whole part of Alone, which is just a beautiful fucking poem. Um, I'm gonna try to slow down because I am amped right now. I'm so excited right now, but. I'm going to try to bring it down right now, right? And a lot of poetry, uh, especially my Angela's poetry, is digested slowly. So let me just come on back down. Okay. Let's do this. All right. This. (laughs) I'm making myself laugh. All right. Cool. This is. I'm so sober. Okay. Get it together, Israel. All right. This is Alone. Lying thinking last night, how to find my soul a home where water is not thirsty and bread loaf is not stone. I come up with one thing, and I don't believe I'm wrong that nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. Alone, all alone. Nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. There are some millionaires with money they can't see. Their wives run around like banshees. Their children sing the blues. They've got expensive doctors to cure their hearts of stone. But nobody, but nobody can make it out here alone. Alone, all alone. Nobody, but nobody can make it out here alone. Now, if you listen closely, I'll tell you what I know. Storm clouds are gathering. The wind is going to blow. The race of man is suffering and I can hear the moan cause nobody, but nobody can make it out here alone. Alone, all alone. Nobody, but nobody can make it out here alone. That was um, Alone by Maya Angelou. And uh, she is an amazing talent and that poem is amazing. Hi, Kathy. Oh, you heard all the cussing. Oh, well, it's only gonna get worse, so. I'll apologize ahead of time. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll beg for, for mercy instead of asking for permission, but I love you. Um, the other poem that I saw, I really, um, I feel like a lot of her work, and there's a, um, a quote also that I wanna talk about as soon as I find it. Man, she had this great mother loving quote. Ooh, I wrote it down. We'll get into that later. Using my brain parts. Okay, so this other poem. I feel like a lot of her poems, the short ones, they pack like just just so much. You know what I mean? Like the things that this woman was able to do with just the English language is is mind blowing. Just mind blowing. Okay, this is wonder. A day drunk with the nectar of nowness weaves into, weaves, weaves its way between the years to find itself at the flap house of night to sleep and be seen no more. Will I be less dead because I wrote this poem or you more because you read it long years hence? Mm-hmm. Let's do it again, let's do it again, I agree. <clears throat> Wonder. A day drunken with the nectar of nowness, weaves its way between the years to find itself at the flap house of night, to sleep and be seen no more. Will I be less dead, because I wrote this poem, or you more, because you read it long years hence? What? What? Oh my gosh! And I, she's a wizard. It's the only thing that makes sense. I, I don't understand how, how, just amazing, just amazing. And that's a really, um... she wrote this when she was alive, obviously that that last part, will I be less dead because I wrote this poem or you more because you read it long years hence. I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I I would say I would say she is less dead because she wrote it. I would say that um, she lives on for forever. As long as um, the English language is passed on from person to person, book to book, generation to generation, her work will will live on forever because it is just timeless and honest. And uh, yes, I do believe that she is less dead for writing that poem. Am I more dead for reading it? I don't know. But that's that's what I think. Uh, just, she's uh, she's warlock. I, she's not human. The words, I don't understand it. So good. Um, Kathy said that poem made up for it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna try to work on it. So, um, oh, there's this quote that Maya Angelou wrote about music which is going to be our segue into the versus battle and it goes like this music was my refuge i could crawl into the space between the notes and curl my back to loneliness bro one one more time okay this is a quote by Maya Angelou about music music was my refuge I could crawl into the space between the notes and curl my back to loneliness. I mean, listen, if you ain't never had a glass of wine and a sad ass song, you don't know what love is. Mm -mm. Lord have mercy. That song, I mean, that quote is just perfect. It just describes her greatness. She is so... Great. I know I should say was because she's long past, but just her work lives on. She is so great. Uh-huh. The way that she plays around with words, to just, I love her so much. So <clears throat> yes. Hey, what's up Tara? <laughs> Yo, you missed, I came on um singing Jarul Rule and um, who was it? It was Jarul Rule and Lil Mo. <gasps> Lil Mo was back. Okay. Since we did the segue, let's get into the music. Let's talk about it. Okay. So two weeks ago, there was a Versus battle. For those of you who don't know, uh, Versus is a cultural uh, battle between hip-hop artists, um, sometimes hip-hop and rap artists. And what they do is they go up against each other with their songs. Excuse me. During the um, pandemic, it was done online. That's where the Versus battle started. But since things have opened up a little bit more, they've been like concerts. So um, an artist would come with... 10, I believe it's 10 of their best hits, um, each side, 10 of their of their best hits, and it's all like cultural hits. You know, it doesn't matter how much money got on the billboards. Um, it doesn't matter if it shot up to number one. None of that matters. It matters that if the streets felt it. That's the only thing that matters in the verses. Um, there's been a versus between uh Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight, which was beautiful. Patty kicked her shoes off like she do. Um There was one, there was a kind of versus battle between um, Method Man and Red Man, but it was mostly like just a concert between the two because um, I think their work, they've done so much work together. It's kind of hard to separate the two, even though they do have very separate careers. Um, There's been so many versus battles. Oh, there was one between Erica Badu and was it Jill Scott? If someone knows, I don't think it was Jill Scott. Erica Badu, somebody. it, whew, Jill Scott. That's just a whole nother thing. Jill Scott is, is, is amazing. Yeah. So this latest versus battle was between Ja and Fat Joe. Now boy, oh boy. So there is a winner in a versus battle. Every versus battle, there's a winner. And the winner is chosen by the crowd, um, how they feel it, you know, and it's also chosen by the comments, you know, because it's done, um, it's streamed on live, even streamed online, on Instagram, even though um, it's in person. So their versus battle was in Brooklyn at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden. A Lot of people, a lot, a lot of people. Um, I couldn't see the crowd, but I tell you, a lot of people on stage, not a lot of masks. That makes me uncomfortable. So I'm glad I watched it from the safety of my house because if you don't have a mask on in a public place like that, I'm not going. I'm not going, no. But it was nice to watch. So um, I just want to say that the versus battle is starting to take off. Um, not only is it becoming part of um, our of hip hop's, uh, I guess, moving forward. You know, this is this is obviously a part of like hip hip hop heritage, um, hip hop lineage. It's it's this will be a part of hip hop history. That's how influential it's been um, in the the hip hop community. Um, so they're starting to be sponsored. Charlamagne the God sponsored this event with his new show, The God's Honest Truth on Comedy Central. Um, so far so good. I really like Charlemagne the God. So make sure you go check that out. He sponsored it and Serac also sponsored it. Um, so more black owned businesses and, um, black owned shows supporting black owned ideas. More of that. So the versus battle, Lord have mercy. Okay. Let me just say, all of us owe Ja Rule an apology. We all do. We all need to like, th- just go find a book, go pen an apology. My bad, we didn't know, okay? And just go send it to Ja Rule because he came with these hits. Lord have mercy. I did never in my life, but I think that Joey cracked Don would go down by Ja Rule. Never. Even when they announced the battle, I was just like, oh, Joey got this. I didn't even think about it. And that was my fault, okay? Because I prejudged the situation without hearing all the damn hits. I forgot. You know why? It's 50 Cent's fault, okay? Because that beef between 50 and Ja Rule and, and 50 is a, uh, well, the man is petty. We all know he is, okay? And he was trolling Ja Rule for over two decades. And we all believed the lie that Ja Rule was whacked. He's not, we all all owe Ja Rule an apology and I have nothing to say to 50 cent. He has a bit of a, uh, you know what? I have nothing to say to 50. There we go with that. (laughs) But so the versus battle starts, right? And uh, Fat Joe comes out, listen, listen, listen. The velvet jumpsuits gotta go, okay? It's it's over. It's over. It has had its time. It has served its purpose, okay? We no longer need velvet jumpsuits. Men, cut it out, okay? So Joey comes out and he has um, the Terror Squad emblem on it, which is humongous. It's so big. Have you seen the Terror Squad um, like, emblem? It's made out of like glass and this man, this man of like platinum and shit. <laughs> Tara said, "Leave my boy alone." I'm sorry, Tara. I'm just saying. He, <laughs> uh, Kathy, velvet jumpsuits. They're like, um, like uh, I don't even know what else to call it. Um, like what Diddy wears. He's gotten out of that, but there was a time when P Diddy only wore velvet jumpsuits. It's it's a thing that older. Uh, men do why? We don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> Fat Joe comes out right, and he has the emblem on it's huge, whatever. Um, and for some reason, um, Fat Joe and Ja Rule didn't come out at the same time. So Fat Joe comes out, and let me just say for those of you who aren't um, like uh, who don't know about hip hop or haven't followed hip hop, I'm not calling Joe fat. Okay, Joe's stage name is Fat Joe. Okay, or Joey cracked the Don, but he calls himself Fat Joe. I didn't call him Fat Joe, it's what he says. I just want to make that clear for people who are unaware of um, hip hop artists. So put that out there, you coming for me. <laughs> so, um, they Fat Joe comes out and he's waiting on Ja Rule and he says the funniest thing. He's just like, um, Bring out the cotton." And- he said, where's Ja Rule at? Bring out the cardigan sweater. I don't know why that made me laugh, but it tickled the shit out of me, man. Because <laughs> who wears a cardigan sweater to a versus battle? To a rap battle. That's I don't know. It just tickled the hell out of me. So Ja Rule comes out and um, he started with Kathy. It's a name. Uh, you're welcome for the clarification. And let me just say, there's a lot of cussing in here, but some of it is like the name of the song. So the name of the song is uh, We Don't Give a Fuck. It was uh, 2002 by The Murderers. Um, To be honest, I really didn't know that Ja Rule was part of a group called The Murderers. Um, Maybe less of that. I'm I'm guessing after that whole... um, Okay, so before we can talk about that, let me just say a couple, many, many moons ago, um, Ja Rule and 50 Cent used to be battling like beefing. Why did it start? I don't know. But legend has it that um, the infamous New York um, uh, um, studio, like, you know, recording studio in New York, that the same studio that Tupac got shot in many, many moons before that, um, five times, that one he walked away from. It's the same studio. So both of them were there. 50 was already upstairs. Ja Rule was on his way in. And somehow somebody met somebody, somebody said something, and somehow 50 Cent got stabbed. Who stabbed 50 Cent? I don't know, I wasn't there. But that's what he said. And since then, the two have just been just bumping heads the whole time because 50 thought that somebody stabbed him. And to be honest, I'd be a little upset as well. I'd be a little ticked off. I'd be a little perturbed so I can understand his anger. So that's where all that comes from. But um, I think he left the murderers after that whole thing happened because stabbing's not cool. It's not how you make friends. Friends don't stab friends. Yep. So he comes out with that with the murderers. Um, and then Fat Joe started with um oh an old school one, uh, Flo Joe. Yeah, the the album cover to Flo Joe is just. Fat Joe just young as hell. It looks so weird. Like he doesn't have a beard or a mustache or anything. He just looks like a baby. It's adorable. I had to go look it up because why not? So um, they're going back and forth. And um, then Jaru hits him with it's murder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DMX and Jay-Z. Okay, so one of the the charges or whatever against Ja Rule was that he's trying to sound like Jay, uh, sound like DMX because both of them have like that growl in their voice you know what I mean rawr, rawr. Oh, I don't know how to do it but <laughs> they both have like that sound um so uh when it's murder came out it's just I don't know like having um Ja Rule and DMX like both of their rawr, voices on the same track was dope it's still dope like it's still a great song Um, I suggest you go check it out. Um, So they're going on or whatever. And then somehow, oh, Remy Ma comes out for um, Fat Joe and doesn't do lean back right away, which is fine. It's fine. He's going to save lean back for the end. I get it. I get it. But it's kind of why I'm here. I just want you to play lean back, please. Um, So Remy Ma comes out and she looks amazing. Did y'all see what Remy Ma was wearing? First of all, she was wearing like this uh, bubble jacket slash um, short set. Didn't know that was an option. I didn't know you can get like a bubble jacket and, and shorts. But sis killed it. Holy crap. Holy crap. She looks good. She sounds really good. Really, really good. Um, So they came out and did a song together. And then... um. Joey was talking crap to Ja Rule, so then like Ja Rule started with uh ain't ain't that funny with Ja Rule, with uh J-Lo. I love J-Lo. She is a, a, a very 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 talented woman. She can dance. She can sing. She's a producer, a writer, an actor, performer, um, she does everything, everything. When I tell you that I could watch Lo consume an infant and still be down, I mean that shit. Okay. I could watch her eat a whole baby and I'm still here for Lo all day, every day. Tara says she cannot see. <laughs> Stop <laughing. laughs> She's, she's, you know, she's, she's good. You know, she's a good, singer. she's great. I mean, she's no Whitney. There's only one Whitney. She's no Whitney. But uh, listen, I, I stand by that, okay? I can watch, I, I could watch J-Lo just, just murder a whole family. Still in. So I stand by that. Tara says <laughs> she can do everything else she can't sing. Uh, Don't care. Don't care. I'm still in. Um, so he sung that she did not come out because um well, she's J Lo. That's why. (laughs) So she wasn't there, but uh, she did end up doing um a show with Ja Rule the next week at what's uh Central Park. So none of us were there. I don't think you were. You might have been there, I don't know, but it's passed, just in case you want to go check it out. It's probably online somewhere. Um, And you get to watch J-Lo some more. So, yeah. So that happens, right? And then um, Fat Joe comes out with... um, uh, Fat Joe and Remy Ma do All the Way Up. (sighs) Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Yes. Yes. Love that song. Love that song, right? And then... um, uh, Who was it? (gasps) Oh, um, Jaru brought out Lil Mo, and that's the song I started singing at the, at the top of the show. I love Lil Mo so much, I really love her voice. And she was gone for a little bit. I don't really know Lil Mo's whole story, but from the pieces I gathered, unfortunately, like she had gotten into drugs, but she's back in rehab. She pulled herself out of that madness, uh, fixed her rights with her uh, music. Now you can find her music streaming on all um, streaming platforms. So make sure you go check that out because Lil Mo is the shit. So he started with. Um, with Lil Mo, when I cry, when I cry, you cry, we cry together. Yeah, that used to be, oh my God, I used to sit in my room, just listen to that song, just cry, no fucking reason, nothing's wrong. I'm like 16, like life is hard, but are there any bills? No, relax. So <laughs> I just love that song, man, that's a great song. Um, Then Joey brought out Nelly. I like Nelly. Who doesn't like Nelly? Right. And they did uh, get it popping. It was good. It was good. I will say uh, Nelly had some uh, fresh ones on. Okay. Uh, Nelly's shoes make me angry because they just so damn clean. So clean. So clean. Oh my God. I can see his shoes, his sneakers just, just glistening with just, just, just don't touch my shit, okay? It was gorgeous. Just, I like sneakers. Very good. <laughs> um, oh, oh, and then, okay, okay, okay. So they do that, right? And now they're starting to bring out features. So like the crowd is getting amped and shit like that. Everything everyone's having a great time. And then, and then Ja Rule brings out Ashanti. Listen. I love Ashanti, okay? I don't care what anybody says about Ashanti. I love Ashanti. I think she can sing. I think she can write. I think she deserves more respect than she has ever gotten. Again, another one. I could watch her punch a priest in the face. Still in, yeah. Right here, count me in. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, cause <laughs> duh. Um Ashanti grew up. Fun fact, Ashanti and I um lived in the same town. She grew up in Glen Cove, New York. And I lived in Glen Cove, New York, but I moved there about a year after she hit. A year after she become popular. So I never met her, but um I went to her high school and uh a lot of people knew her, like her teachers and stuff like that, and they were all proud of her and they said she was great. So and she was my first concert. She was the first concert I went to and me and my cousin had a banging ass time. So Ashanti's um pretty high on my book. I love her. Um, he brought her out and I was so happy. So happy. It was so good. Um, and then they did, oh, and then after he brought a shanti out and they did, um, I don't remember the song they did, but Fat Joe grabbed the shanti. Well, not like aggressively, but just like, hey Ma, come here. And that's another thing. Listen, 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 men from 80s, 90s, I'm not your mother. Okay? I'm not interested in being your mother. Don't call me ma. I don't like it. End of rant. Anyway, he was like, "Yo, come on over." And then um, Ashanti and Fat Joe did "What's Love," which is a great song. What's love got to do? Got to do with it? With it? What's love? love? It's, it could be about us. It could be about trust, baby. So that's <clears throat> that's how I do it. Yeah, and uh, that was cool. And uh oh, so at one time they did, who was it? Oh, Ja Rule did another Lo song. I didn't know they had like more than one song. Just never really thought about it. Um, what's my mother's first name? I said it cause of Kathy. What's my motherfucking name? Are you Ellie? Yeah. Um, uh, took me forever to figure out that, um, She's saying Are You Ellie and not Are You Ready? Am I the only one? I can't be the only one. Who thought when that song started, What's my motherfucking name? Are you ready? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's not. He's saying his name. I didn't know either. Yeah. I feel your pain as well. Um, overall, it was a good ass versus, man. I can't believe that Ja Rule. No, no, no. Not that I can't believe the Ja Rule won, okay? Because we need to give this man his respect back. He earned it, okay? He came to the battle. He came to the verses. He dropped them hits after hits after hits. And um, Joey came and he did his thing, for sure. He did his thing. But um, Velvet Jumpsuits, gots to go, okay? Set them on fire. All of them. Every last one of them. Dead it. Done. Hate it. Hate it. It does look comfortable, though. It does look comfortable. Um yeah. So overall, I think um this versus battle was was a win for hip hop. So far, every versus battle has been a win for hip hop. So far, it's been, you know, nothing but love. Um Jada Kiss came out at the end. Um, who doesn't love Jada? Seriously? Um, even you know, between the locks and Dipset, even at the end it was all love. And I feel like that is a transformative place of hip hop right now. Which is just beautiful, you know, because if you're born in the 70s, 80s, 90s, if you're old enough to remember the nineties, ooh wee, the nineties were wild, boy. Nineties were wild. The wild wild west ain't have nothing on the nineties, okay? Just 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 stupid, wild. And uh we lost a lot of good artists in the nineties. Um, a lot of times because of miscommunication, sometimes because of just straight bullshit. Um and I feel like we've evolved from that. At least I hope so. And um, it's something that we're seeing in the versus battle. I'm very excited and happy to see it. That it's just love, bro. It's just just here for the music, just love. Let's appreciate each other. Let's both get these, get this check. Like everybody can eat, bro. Everybody can eat. And that's just that's what I've been taking away from the verses. Um, I suggest if you haven't seen a versus battle, go watch it. I say watch it the day after. Cause this should be started at nine o'clock and ending at 12. Like, listen, I don't, I don't live my life like that no more. Okay. I don't, I don't be out like that. I, this head, it hits the bed, hits the pillow, 1030. Done. I'm out. I can't 12. No, I have stuff to do. I don't, I don't have that. Just saying. So make sure you go check that out. It was a bomb ass versus battle. I had a great time. Um, I believe that you will have a great time if you go watch it versus battle. Yeah. So um, question if, sorry, my seat moves. This is going to be weird for the podcast, but um, I have like a swirly seat, like a swivel seat, and I like to swivel in it, and sometimes I swivel too much and then get lost, which is why I did the hand thing. But if you're listening to the podcast, that means absolutely nothing to you. So glad I went through that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The next versus battle, somebody was saying, um, oh, oh, there was this big thing between um, Diddy and, oh God, this this is going to make it even worse because Jermaine Dupri, yeah, yeah. Uh, Diddy and Jermaine Dupri. Now, I like, I'm lying. I don't like Jermaine Dupri, okay? I said it, I meant it. He hurt Janet, okay? And what is she doing with him? Many moons ago, Jermaine Dupri and Janet Jackson used to be married. Why? I don't know. But they loved each other. It's none of my business. They loved each other. That's all that mattered. Then he hurt her. He should feel the pain. Anywho, I just feel like um, a versus battle between Diddy and Jermaine Dupri is... a bad idea. I just, I don't think... Okay, Jermaine Dupri, let's not pretend like he is not, he doesn't have accolades. He is one of four um, people of color in the Songwriters um, Hall of Fame. It's uh, Jermaine Dupri, Jay-Z, uh, two other people of color. Um, damn it, I can't remember their names. Uh, go look it up. But there's only four people of color in um, the, the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And he's one of them. He is obviously, obviously a talent. But that doesn't really matter in a versus battle. Like I said before, the versus battle is about culture. It's about how your songs hit in the streets. It's about how they hit at parties. It doesn't really matter, um, excuse me, if it made it to the top of the charts or not. What matters is, did we feel it? And Jermaine Dupri has DeBret and he has um, Criss Cross and he has Bow Wow, of course. Um, Diddy has <laughs> Diddy has notorious BIG, um, the locks before um they went with Rough Riders, um, Faith Evans, Mary J. Blige. I mean, why are we even having this conversation? Okay, so Jermaine Dupree got all butthurt because some people said that what I just said that a versus battle between the two of them is is kind of pointless like and it's it's nothing bad against like Jermaine Dupri like let's not you know pretend like this man hasn't contributed to hip hop which he has obviously obviously but in the same way that Diddy has that's just not a thing it just isn't Mary J Blige on her own like how many Mary J Blige songs do, do, do just hit your soul like just damn it Mary I didn't know I felt like that till you said it now it's all I can think about. She has so many songs like that. That's just Mary. Biggie? Uh, not just Biggie's albums, but all his collabs. The Locks? Faith Evans? <sighs> I feel like that conversation is 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 pointless. But uh, Jermaine Dupri got pretty upset about it. He was talking, I think, in the shade room about it. Um... How he will go up against anyone. And you can go up against anyone. Like I can go up against Mike Tyson if I wanted to. If I wanted to fight Mike Tyson, I'd be like, hey, Mike Tyson, let's fight. And then you know what? I get my ass beat because he's Mike Tyson. Okay? Jermaine Dupri can go up whoever he wants. But if he goes up against Diddy, he's going to get his ass beat because he's Diddy. Simple as that. Yep. Kathy said, even I like Mary J. Blige. Who doesn't like Mary J. Blige? I love Mary J. Blige. She is amazing. So while that conversation is is fun, I guess, it's kind of pointless. I don't know who um, I'd like. You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see like something like <laughs> The Temptations and The Five Heartbeats. Okay, I know. I know The Five Heartbeats isn't a real, a real group. I'm going to tell you that I found that out a year ago because my whole life, I thought the five heartbeats was like a real show, like a real group. It's, it's, it's a movie about, about a group. They're not real. They're not a real group. I didn't, I didn't know that. <clears throat> I didn't know that. But, um, the temptation, <laughs> but I love the temptations and I, <laughs> but the- and there's this me- this meme out there about the temptations when, um, Eddie Ruffin was feeling himself. I know Kathy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> When Eddie Rapping was feeling himself a little bit too much in the temptation. <laughs> if go watch the movie, man, that's another movie you have to go watch. Which which is the Temptations, and he's feeling himself too much, and he's arguing with Otis, who's the leader of the band, and Otis is like, "Listen, um, everyone is is here, and and um, what do you say?" He's started to feel himself a little bit too much. And they're like, listen, no one's bigger than a group. Okay. It's, it's the group, like chill out. And Eddie and Ruffman's like, listen, everybody's here to see me. Okay. And then Otis is like, they're here to see the temptations. He's, Anybody come and see you Otis? Listen, go find the meme, man. It is the, Oh my gosh, I've been on that all week, man. Whenever something upset me all week, I'm just like, anybody come to see you, Otis? That's how I feel. <laughs> just try it out, okay? Just take that with you throughout the week. And when something makes you mad, just blurt it out, okay? Anybody come to see you, Otis? That's that. <laughs> it's just the way he says it. The, the utter disrespect and his voice the intentional utter disrespect it's just like anybody come and see you Otis it's just it's the funniest thing ever so go watch The Temptations um great 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 movie and the five heartbeats uh not a real group (laughs) um who else would be a great versus battle um they were talking about someone going up against Mary but I can't like in hip-hop I can't see anyone going up against Mary like there's a reason they call her the the queen of hip-hop and R&B like I can't think of who would go up against against Mary I don't know you know who I'd like to see I'd like to see um uh Keisha Cole go up against anyone just any I just love Keisha Cole I don't care who she goes against um I'm there I'm there or like um if we could see like uh Oh, if we could do like a versus battle between like Trina and um uh who was it? Oh, if we could do a versus battle between like Trina and Foxy Brown, that would be dope. Um unfortunately, like Foxy Brown lost hearing in her ear and either one or both of her ears, which is why she hasn't been like around for a while. Why she's been a a, a little distant because she can't like hear the beat, so she can't rap on the beat. So I wish. I wish that that would be cool. Or like um uh Trina and Remy Ma would be cool as hell. Um, I just love Trina. Trina's cool as hell. And I'd like to see more women in the versus battle, you know? Um, there's there's been a couple women. I'm not saying there hasn't been any. There's definitely been a couple women, but I like to see a little bit more uh women representation in the versus battle. Like, let's get on that. That'd be cool as shit. Um, who else would be good in the versus battle, man? Um you know, speaking of versus battle, there's this one song that I I listen to a lot because I like it. It's a good song. Um, it's kind of like a versus battle before the versus battle. It was between Biggie and Tupac. And it's, I think one of the only times like they battled each other on stage We're on stage the same time. This was obviously in the nineties cause you know, they both, both passed in the nineties and, um, they're just battling back and forth. And, um, The name of the song, it's a, what is his name? Hot 97. I almost said DJ Khaled. It was not DJ Khaled. Uh, Yeah. So it it was that DJ. And it's just a really, really great like versus battle. And it really showed um, their different rap styles. You know, Biggie just had like this, this cool ass flow, man. Like it was just, he just, just like, I don't know, just like moonwalked on the beat. Like it was just smooth, you know? And Tupac was just really in your face. Um, and he always, he always, always made you think about things. And the one, the things I liked about both of them is they were both great, great, great at analogies and metaphors, phenomenal. Uh, just, so this weekend, Watch Poetic Justice, watch The Temptations, watch The Five Heartbeats. They are not a real group. <laughs> and um, check out that that verses between Biggie and Tupac. Um, I think if you just Google Biggie and Tupac, like verses or um, battle, whatever, it'll it'll come up. There's a, a video and an audio. And I listen to the song because it's cool as hell. I still like 90s hip hop. And um, I listen to it by myself because like i said the 90s were wild and also just wholly disrespectful like the 90s were just disrespectful they just were um and that was the name of the game like you know it, god forbid if there was a rap battle um somebody gonna catch these hands somebody catch his bullets so i'm so glad that we have somewhat evolved from that in hip-hop um i'd like to see a lot more of it um out in the streets. Because this year, last year, I think, um, the FBI said there's been a, what, 20% uptick in homicides? Um, the most since, like, the 60s. And I wasn't born in the 60s. What I do know about the 60s and the 70s is that serial killers were at an all-time high. That's what I know about the 60s and 70s. They just run a freaking muck. So I'd like to not go back to there. That would be super cool. And can we all just get along? Like, I know, like that that's the thing that's attributed to Don King. Um, but for real, like, can we all just get along? Like, can we just, you know, I don't know, like, let, let's go get some tacos, you know, let's, let's smoke a blunt and let's just chill out. You know, let's watch, you know, some movies and just relax. Like it doesn't have to be, we don't have to be so oppositional all the time. And we can just listen to each other. You know, even if we don't agree with whatever the other person is saying, we don't have to, you know, that's human. Like no one's going to agree a Everyone isn't going to agree 100 percent with everything you say. That's fine. They don't have to. Just don't be a jerk about it. That's it. We can all like you know live together and in, in harmony and and stuff. Or we can all be like uh, David Ruffin and tell Otis, nobody come to see you, Otis. We can be like that. Uh, Kathy said, that would be nice. Just doesn't happen enough. I agree. I definitely agree. Like, so I'm a huggy, lovey person. That's just, you know, who I am on on inside parts. And I like that about myself. I like that. I like people. I like that. I want to embrace people. I like that. I want to be kind. I don't always match it. Let's not, you know, there are sometimes, listen, some people just get under my skin and they just catch the worst part of this personality. Cause sometimes I just don't. But for the most part, um, I try to be slow and, and kind and that's, that's what I want to be, you know? So, um, I would, I would just want everyone to just be your version of slow and kind. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be my version, obviously, because we're not we're not all going all going to agree on everything. But if we can all, you know, find our own version of slow and our own version of patience and our own version of kindness. You know, we can get a lot further um, as a community, as a society, as a people, if uh, we all just listen to each other a little bit more. And I feel like that's a thing that a lot of people want, you know, underneath the anger, jealousy, um, rage, um, brokenness. A lot of us just want to be listened to. So, um, you know, uh, on top of watching some movies this weekend, you know, um, listen to somebody active, listen to somebody. Cause let me tell you, it took me a while to figure that one out to figure out what active listening is because I've, um, ADD. I'm not sure if you noticed, but <laughs> I'm a little, I have ADD and sometimes my brain just goes wherever it fucking wants. Whatever I can be talking to you, but boy, oh boy, am I like in like Ducktales? Okay, I'm singing the Ducktales song. Ducktales, woo! Yeah, looking straight at you. That's that's all I hear. And sometimes I have to like make myself pay attention, and that's okay. That's just how my brain works, and it doesn't mean that my brain is wrong or or whatever. It just means that my brain is different. So I have to do like different strategies to stay focused and I'm fine with that. I've learned how to, how to live and thrive with that. So like, let's all just be a a little bit slower, you know, and, and find our our own version of kind, you know, and when I say kind, I don't mean pushover because that's what I used to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've been reading these books, uh, my grandmother's hands. Listen, 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 listen. If you are trying to be on this journey of healing and self-love, I would suggest you get that book. It's um, "My Grandmother's Hands" by uh, Resma Uh I just listened to you and don't really know anything about all these hip-hop artists. LOL. But listen, <laughs> thank you so much. See, Kathy didn't know anything about you know all these hip-hop artists, but she stayed and she listened. And um, she was kind about it, you know, even in the comments. And that's that's all we can ever just ask from anyone, to just listen and, you know, just respond kindly. That's what I want to do, you know, learning how to be a, an active listener, which to me just for a while, I was just like, I'm listening. Like, I heard what you said. Are we done? Well, that's not really active listening. So- <laughs> just, you know, if someone is, is having a bad day or not having a bad day, if someone just wants to talk, you listen to what they're saying. And like, as they're, they're telling you what happened they're you know, they're going on that journey in their brain. So hop on that train with them, go on that journey with them, listen to what they have to say. And if they ask for advice, you know, try to give the best advice possible. If they don't ask for advice, mind your business. Okay. Unless someone is being um, physically, mentally, emotionally hurt, mind your business if they didn't ask you for any advice and then just, you know, just try to be slow. And that's what's been working for me on this journey of self-healing and self-love. So um, when I say don't be a pushover, that's what I used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like I-, I used to be a people pleaser, you know, wanting everyone to be happy within the moment, which is impossible. It's It's an impossible feat. You're going to drive yourself nuts. Trying to make everyone happy um, at all times. And other people's happiness isn't your responsibility. Took me a a minute to figure that out. Everyone's responsibility isn't, I mean, everyone's happiness isn't my responsibility. I'm responsible for my happiness. Nobody else. That's it. It took me a while to figure that one out. Um, Being an active listener um, and just learning the way I want to be loved, the way I want to be treated, what respect means to me and then in turn showing that to someone else. So how do I want to be loved? I want to be listened to. Um, I don't like to be yelled at. Um, I, I like things, um, explained to me in like a, uh, cohesive man. If you're going to tell me a story, listen, if we could just get to it. <laughs> and I tell stories the complete opposite way. So, you know, just uh, being patient with ourselves and with each other. And that's, that's something I'm definitely learning, which is how to be patient with myself. Because I used to have a problem when trying new things, expecting perfect out of myself. And then when I didn't get that, I would spiral into, you know, just uh, uh, moments of sadness, which just took away time and joy for myself. And I deserve better, especially for myself. So when I try something new, I don't expect to be perfect at it. Um, I do expect to be good at it, you know. Um, that's just something that's just what I want. But I've learned that, you know, um wanting to be good at something and expecting to be perfect at something, two very different things. And um, I deserve to be give myself the the time and the patience to learn something new. And learning it overnight just isn't a thing. So things like that, you know, just learning how to love yourself. And um, when you learn how to love yourself, I'm finding. I'm not a therapist whatsoever. So if you're like, feel like this is a lesson, it's not. I'm not a therapist. But um, I've learned that when I started to love myself, um, I started to understand the world a little bit better. The world around me and people around me. Because when when you love yourself, you see the world differently. You see the world through the eyes of you, rather than the eyes of the broken parts of you, rather than the eyes of the jealous parts of you. You see the world through your eyes. And that changes how you treat the people around you. Hopefully, um, you become kinder, more patient. And that's something I, I found that I'm able to do, and I'm happy about it. And I hope that you are too. I hope that you're on whatever journey you need to be on to make yourself, uh, the best version of you. Um, and that's, that. that's really all, um, that's really all I've wanted. Now that I think about it, is to just learn how to be the best version of me. And I'm still not there yet. You know, there's still more versions to come, but that means there's still more learning to do. And, um, I'm cool with that because I like to learn and learning's fun and fundamental. Ha, couldn't help myself. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it for me this week. Um, if you were tuning in to see the gapster, unfortunately, she's a little sick. So please, please, please send some healing energy her way and some love. I'm sure she will be, hopefully she'll be back on her feet soon. Um, Kathy says, as Ellen would say, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Yes. Yes. That is, that is so true, Kathy. Just be kind. You know, we never know what someone's going through. And there's a time when the selfish and anger, angry part of myself was just like, well, I'm going through shit too. So why should I care what everyone else is going through? Uh, those are words of, of a person in pain and, I learned that spreading your pain around doesn't make it any easier to carry. It's still your responsibility. It's still your pain. You still have to carry it, even though you spread it around to people who didn't deserve it. So um, learning how to keep my pain in check and um, unleash it when I need to, but um, in a constructive way in therapy, talking with friends, not with innocent people just minding their business and me hitting them with this attitude. And they're just like, but wait, why? Yeah, I've learned <laughs> I've learning how to do less of that. Um, and that's all uh I have for you today, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully Gabster gets better soon. Um, send her some healing energy. And uh like I said, I'm moving, so my dad has packed. Everything in this house, and this is now uh, my coffee cup, and it says I'm Batman. Mm. And I'll leave you with this little gem because it hurt my feelings, and then we can talk about it next week if if we remember. There's a person who said, <sighs> I'm "Talking about Batman now because I saw the cup." Person who said that Batman's superpower is white privilege, and it hurts. Okay, because I love Batman. I've always loved Batman. And then I saw a TikTok today that said, I saw a TikTok today that said, the reason that Batman doesn't cover his whole face is so that the police can see that he's white. I hate it here sometimes. I do. I do. And uh, not wrong. That's the worst part. That's the part that hurts the most. So uh, even if something is a little painful, doesn't mean it's wrong. And uh yeah, let's let's spread some love today. Uh be kind to Batman. Okay, stop coming at Batman, man. <sighs> That's right, Batman. I got your back. I got your back. All right. Stop coming at the bat. All right? <laughs> spread some love. Be kind to each other and yourselves. You absolutely deserve kindness and respect and love. You deserve that. And I hope you have it. And if you don't, I hope you find it. And when you do those done this way because a little love is, uh, goes a long way. That's for sure. All right, guys, that's it for us. So remember hurt people, hurt people. So keep an eye on your pain, stay safe, Godspeed, and we'll see you next week. Next week we have Malim, uh, second time, really excited about it. So tune in for that. You guys have a great weekend. We will see you next week. Uh, go Yankees. Yeah. I will say it every time. And I mean it, and you know what I don't do